La canzone che abbiamo ascoltato era quella di Lizzo, About Damn Time, una delle canzoni che ha avuto grande successo soprattutto su TikTok perché abbiamo visto veramente tanti balletti, eh, proprio fatti da voi, realizzati da voi anche italiani all'estero. Tra poco anche in radiovisione su Facebook, YouTube e Twitch per un'altra puntata di London Calling molto interessante. Come vi abbiamo già anticipato parleremo di eh, tutti gli aggiornamenti che riguardano i trasporti in Gran Bretagna perché sin da quando c'è stato il Covid ne abbiamo sentite di tutti i colori e adesso siamo stanchi speriamo in good news quindi lo faremo insieme a Paul Charles CEO of the PC Agency welcome back on London One Radio Paul thank you great to see you please uh, just uh, welcome us uh, in your in your uh, PC Agency as well with good news in regards transports because uh, even last time that we uh, speak to each other uh, I remember all the bad news regarding airlines but now what's happening? Well there is some good news absolutely if you look right. at many of the airlines they are becoming more profitable they've had a very strong summer period and the last few weeks demand is really strong a lot of people want to fly They want to fly to see relatives and friends that they haven't seen for three or four years in some cases. So the airlines actually, although they're running fewer flights than they were pre-COVID, they haven't got their schedules back to anything like what they were before COVID. They are seeing every seat being snapped up. And the prices, I mean, some of the prices are really high, but it seems we as consumers are prepared to pay whatever it takes to go and see family and friends. So that's the good news. It's not so good sometimes when you're going through the airports. Some yeah. of the airports like Schiphol in Amsterdam or Heathrow in London, they've had a lot of issues with long queues, long delays. That's delayed some flights taking off. And that has been really frustrating for a lot of people. But the good news is airlines are doing a lot better than many expected. Questa è una buona notizia, infatti quello che sta dicendo Paul Charles è che eh, finalmente troviamo delle buone notizie in merito a passeggeri che vogliono ritornare eh, a viaggiare ma soprattutto delle compagnie aeree che sono pronte a supportare eh, naturalmente i nostri passeggeri anche se ci sono dei eh, biglietti piuttosto costosi ma comunque c'è voglia di ripartire. Um, regarding the airports, for example, let's talk about Heathrow. Just a few days ago they announced uh, they, uh, the cancelled the limit on their capacity but is it true they wanted to put it back during Christmas time? Yes, sadly. I mean Heathrow had a tough summer because they essentially as you say put capacity cuts or flight cuts in effect in place with the airlines because they couldn't handle the demand from all of us as consumers and they haven't employed enough people, enough staff to process all of us as consumers. So they have removed the capacity cuts, as you say, but they're now talking about putting some back ahead of Christmas because they're expecting huge demand again and they won't be able to cope with it due to the lack of staff. So I'm afraid we may well see Heathrow become a pinch point again at certain times of the day. I would say from about the 15th of December onwards. That's when you start to see the demand come through Heathrow Airport ahead of Christmas and it could be it could mean more delays. But how are they going to fix these problems and what are the problems right now? We are talking about only uh, the shortage of people inside this uh, job sector or is it something else? 
Mostly, it's a shortage of people. They simply can't find enough staff to work in the security lanes who are checking our bags, you know, when we go through the security queues. Uh, and also the ground handlers. These are the companies that essentially support the airlines with baggage processing, with making sure the plane is fueled and ready to go. These ground handlers also don't have enough staff and haven't been able to attract people to work for them because their wages have been too low. And it's true, if you don't pay people enough, you won't attract the best people. So Heathrow is under some pressure to pay higher wages, mm. get more people to work in the airport, and that would make it a much smoother experience for us as consumers. But because of the low salary that you were talking about just right now, do you think in the future there are going to be new strikes like it's happening with the rail, for example? We're certainly seeing a lot of wage inflation and wage pressure from the unions. Uh, and in fact, that's the case, of course, across Europe. We've seen it in Italy recently with uh, air traffic control. We've seen it in France. We've seen it in Spain. And it is a Europe-wide problem. It's not just a UK issue. We're seeing inflation creep into the system. And that means many unions are pushing for higher wages. And if they're not seeing better working conditions post-COVID, and higher wages, then they are leading to strikes. So I think we are going to see more strikes among ground handlers and the main unions because they're just not being paid enough. È interessante quello che sta dicendo Paul Charles in questo momento. Si crede che prossimamente ci potrebbero essere degli scioperi non solo in Gran Bretagna ma anche in altre parti del mondo come l'Europa stessa, eh, scioperi all'interno degli aeroporti, delle compagnie aeree perché ci ritroviamo sempre con il solito problema. Condizioni lavorative che sono eh, poi così eh, non tanto ottimali e poi un basso salario. La stessa situazione che stiamo affrontando proprio all'interno delle ferrovie britanniche non a caso già dal 5 di novembre in inizieranno con, con questi scioperi. According also to your ranks and data that I think you are already collecting throughout these months, uh, what's the airline in the UK that is performing very well in terms of punctuality and affordability of tickets? Well, it always depends, of course, where you're flying to and where you're coming from. But if you're if you look at the punctuality, it has got better recently because the weather has been relatively warm, not just in the UK, but also across Europe. And warmer weather helps, of course. You haven't got a lot of wet weather. There's no snow to worry about, not colder temperatures. So all airlines have had better punctuality over the last month. It's been significantly higher. And you're seeing EasyJet improve, you're seeing British Airways improve, Virgin Atlantic, which has a much smaller fleet of some 30 planes, they've improved dramatically. So actually, it's been a, a much better story. And of course, the airports themselves have been less busy in this period between mm. the summer and Christmas. So they've been able to get the planes away on time in, in much better fashion. But I'm afraid I think we're likely to see things get worse closer to Christmas the weather will get worse or is expected to and the airports themselves will struggle to meet the demand over the Christmas period so when you're flying you can expect there to be more delays so what's your suggestion especially you know for all these Italians that they want to go back during their Christmas holidays uh, to their home country yeah Yeah, my hairdresser is Italian. He <laughs> always goes back to he goes back to Puglia. Oh, um, beautiful! See his family. We all love Puglia, of course. He goes back to see his family there, and he was asking me this question the other day. You know, what should I be doing? 
there's some simple rules to follow. First of all, if you can, only take hand luggage when you're flying. Don't check in a bag if you can avoid it. Take as little clothing as you need, because it's much easier to have it with you and take it on board so you're not waiting at the other end for your bags to hopefully appear, because quite a lot of luggage has gone missing, as you know. Secondly, book as far as you can in advance. Try and lock in a cheaper deal because you're not leaving it till the last minute. And there are some, you know, there are 10% of airline seats are at good value, even if some of the prices seem expensive with the other 90% of seats. And then thirdly, make sure you don't turn up at the airport too early. You don't need to be there three hours before, especially if you're flying to Italy from London or the UK, then just turn up two hours before. That's plenty of time to get through all the processes and uh, through security. That's a very, very important suggestion. Ecco, voi che siete all'ascolto um, e che state prenotando già i vostri biglietti per il Natale, i consigli per evitare ritardi o per evitare anche di perdere il volo sono essenzialmente tre quelli che ci ha appena dichiarato Paul Charles, ovvero prima di tutto portate con voi soltanto un bagaglio a mano per evitare che magari di perdere anche le vostre valigie quando fate il check-in se le mettete in stiva. Poi, eh, secondo consiglio importante importante è di prenotare i vostri biglietti in advance perché potete trovare anche delle buone offerte, dei prezzi piuttosto accessibili e terzo eh, consiglio è quello di non arrivare poi così tanto in anticipo in aeroporto anche due ore prima va bene soprattutto per chi deve fare un viaggio da eh, Londra all'Italia. Now we are very close for uh, the world travel market is back again and I know Paul Charles is going to be there with an important speech What uh, is going to be about? Yes, uh, that's very kind of you to say. I'm, I'm uh, on the panel session on Monday talking about communications in travel and data and how to interpret data, analyze it, get insights from it and use it to help all of us travel more seamlessly and more smoothly. Um, yes, World Travel Market starts on Monday for three days uh, at Excel in London's Docklands. The only um, fly in the ointment, as we say in the UK, the only thorn in the side, the problem is rail strikes. And you, you touched on it earlier. Um, there are rail strikes this Saturday, this Monday, this Wednesday, and then underground strikes on Thursday. So the next few days are going to be really quite difficult to travel into London and around London. And I hope that doesn't put people off going to World Travel Market, but it's a significant set of strikes involving four unions over the next few days and it will make travel very difficult from Heathrow into London, from Gatwick into London, so you need to be aware of that. Yeah, this is an uh, important message because we've been talking about uh, throughout uh, the beginning of, uh, of November regarding these strikes that are making people, life of people quite difficult. And in fact, yeah. we are receiving so many messages from our listeners. So we hope it's not going to have an impact on the world travel market, even because it's going to be, uh, I think, a great opportunity for tourism in the UK and also abroad. What's your suggestion to all these companies? Yeah, world travel market is an uh, annual show it happens once a year in London it's a great show because it does bring together lots of tourism boards tour operators hoteliers to showcase and attractions to showcase the very best not just from Italy but other countries around the world as well 
Um, and it's free of charge. You can register online. You can go. It's it's a day out. It's worth going around all the stands and seeing what the latest is in Europe, Asia, America, Africa, South America. Um, even Antarctica is on show. So it's worth going just to see the creativity of the stands, to find out what the mood is, what people are looking forward to in 2023. And if travel carries on being as popular as it is at the moment, despite the cost of living crisis, which is hurting so many people, then it will be a very strong year next year. And people are very optimistic. That's great. So we hope to have uh, uh, next year, 2023, plenty of tourists from, uh, from abroad, actually. Uh, what are your uh, forecasts? Do you have any right now for the UK tourism? Yes, I think uh, it will continue to be very strong inbound into the UK. The exchange rate, of course, is helping. Uh, coming from Eurozone countries like Italy to the UK is much cheaper than it has been for some time. So it's great value if you're visiting from Italy to the UK. In terms of outbound, those going from the UK, they're still traveling a lot and city breaks have come back. They're far more popular than they have been for some time. A lot of Brits are going to Rome, to Milan, to the lake still. Uh, because the weather is so good. So actually, Italy is doing pretty well in terms of attracting British tourists still. And that will continue into next year. I think people want to very much stay in short-haul territory. They want to travel within Europe, despite um, Brexit making yeah. it harder, because you have to queue now uh, much more in a passport queue when you arrive. But um, certainly short-haul is benefiting more than long-haul. It's taking longer for long-haul countries to recover. But short-haul is doing well and it will carry on doing well into next year. We hope, holidays, yeah. holidays are the last things people cut during a cost of living. Crisis. Yeah, that's true, because they want that kind of sense of luxury as well. They want to have a comfortable life anyway. Yeah, and something to look forward to as well. I mean, there's quite a lot of doom and gloom around and you want to travel and get abroad and sit by a pool in Yeah, Italy, exactly, Italy or whatever. Yeah. Thank you very much, Paul Charles, for being with us tonight and explaining the forecasts of uh, British tourism and also what uh, is going on with airlines, airport and rail. Thank you so much. Thank you. Great to see you again. Interessante questo collegamento insieme al nostro ormai Paul Charles che è diventato quasi un appuntamento fisso. Quando c'è qualche problema subito noi chiamiamo lui perché eh, fa parte di un'importante PR eh, travel eh, company che vuole eh, e assiste tutti questi eh, settori di trasporto in Gran Bretagna e cerca di capire quali saranno anche i pronostici eh, del futuro in merito al turismo in UK. Interessante quello che ha detto anche sull'aeroporto di Hitro ci tengo a sottolineare che dal 29 di ottobre hanno rimosso la famosa, il famoso limite sulla capacità dei passeggeri però purtroppo durante il periodo natalizio potrebbero reintrodurre questo limite probabilmente come ha dichiarato anche Paul Charles verso il 15 di dicembre quindi attenzione se dovete eh, poi prenotare il vostro volo soprattutto da Hitro, state attenti il nostro consiglio è anche di eh, sempre guardare sul loro sito ufficiale sul sito ufficiale di Heathrow Airport. Poi, naturalmente, per maggiori informazioni, ascoltate London One Radio in casa, soprattutto a Edimburgo, in DAB. Cercate London One Radio, se preferite, anche scaricate la nostra app sul vostro smartphone iOS e Android. Vi aspetto e seguiteci.